0: Hi and welcome to St Ninian's Sermons Podcast. I'm Stuart Cutler, I'm the Minister at St Ninian's Church in Stonehouse in Scotland. We're back after a couple of weeks of break and this week we focused on Matthew chapter 13 verses 18 to 23. So let's hear this week's passage and then hear the sermon.
1: That same day Jesus left the house and went down to the lakeside where he sat down to teach. The crowd that gathered around him was so large that he got into a boat and sat in it. While the crowd stood on the shore, he used parables to tell them many things. Once there was a man who went out to sow corn. As he scattered the seed in the field, some of it fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some of it fell on rocky ground where there was a little soil. The seeds soon sprouted because the soil wasn't deep. But when the sun came up, it burnt the young plants, and because the roots hadn't grown deep enough, the plants soon dried up. Some of the seed fell among thorn bushes, which grew up and choked in the plants. But some seeds fell in good soil, and the plants produced corn. Some produced a hundred grains, others sixty, and others thirty. And Jesus concluded, Listen, then if you have ears.
0: Right, so we're, we're all about joining in today um, If I say water, you're going to say splash splash Yeah, water splash, splash. All of you, water Okay, splash, splash. seed, let me, <laughs> let me out Birds, what do the birds do? Tweet, 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 tweet. Rocky ground is, sorry, sorry thorns ow <laughs> best ground ooh la la <laughs> best ground la <laughs> la you've got to say it like mean it though <clears throat> one we'll try them all again water Swish. seeds <laughs> oh brilliant birds Teet. rocky ground thorns best ground there you go, very good okay, one day Jesus came walking down the road from his house and he went to sit quietly by the water he liked the water it always made him feel calmer sitting by the water The thing was though that Jesus had become pretty famous by now People were always asking him to help their friends and to tell him stories So as he sat by the water He was interrupted by loads and loads of people They all gathered round and they wanted him to tell stories So Jesus paddled out into the water And he climbed into a boat that was nearby And he asked them to all sit down and he would tell them a story But the story wasn't about water that wasn't enthusiastic enough. <laughs> it was about a farmer and his land. One day, a farmer went out to sow some seeds. He did it by hand, he scattered the seeds everywhere. Some of the seed fell on a path, but the birds. There's probably more birds than that. The birds came down and the birds all pecked the seeds on the path. And they ate them all up. The birds had a great feast, eating up all the seeds that had fallen on the path. Some of the seeds landed in the rocks. some of the seeds landed on the rocks. There was hardly any room. The seeds were all squished up against the rocks. The seeds just kept bumping into the rocks. After a while, some of the seeds began to grow and they grew very quickly between the rocks. And they looked great, but as soon as the sun came up, the seeds started to wilt because there was no soil amongst the rocks. So they just wilted and died. Some of the seeds, nearly said seed there. Some of the seeds fell among the thorns. Sooner than that, <coughs> the seeds tried hard. They tried hard to grow among the thorns. But the thorns were just too many of them. And the seeds, well, they started to grow, but they just got choked by the thorns. But some of the seed, I feel we're wilting here. Some of the seeds fell on the best ground. The best ground is lovely. It had been ploughed and all the weeds had been taken out so there were no rocks and there were no thorns. It was the best of ground and the seeds, they loved it. They just grew and grew and grew until all of the best ground was covered in plants and there was a great harvest. God cast his seeds far and wide and it takes root wherever people's lives can make a difference audience participation day what on earth is that story about it's a story that we know really really well isn't it a man goes to sow his seed and he throws it everywhere and it lands in the path and it lands in the rocks and it lands in the, the thorns and the weeds and the thistles and some of it lands in the good soil So what on earth is that story about? I want you to talk to each other about it. I want you to turn to the people next to you and have a conversation. What do you think the story is about? What could the path be? Or the rocks or the weeds or the good soil? How does this story work? Because that's what we're supposed to do with these stories. We're supposed to talk about them. We're supposed to wonder So what are they about? <laughs> right, some of you will talk about this all day. People have written books about this. So, so what did you come up with? What kinds of things did you come up with? What's the story about? Uh-huh. Okay. So Okay. non-believers. Okay. So believers and non-believers. Okay. So th- thorns are people that haven't really might but might not believe in God, yeah. Okay. Deep, deep rooted. Okay, so there's there's quite a few things about the depth of the rocky ground. You can't take root because it's too shallow, and then the good ground the roots go deep, don't they? Yeah. Okay. okay. so there's thorns are people that annoy you. The rocks are obstacles. Yeah. Things that get in. Yeah. Life's not always good. Yeah. And we know that, don't we? We all, we all know that. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got to work hard at this. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things I wonder about this is that um, the good ground only good ground because it's been made to be good, isn't it? That the other stuff's the stuff round about it. And the path's really important, isn't it? It's not that the path's a bad thing. It's really important. But it's not for seed. So it's. It's just different. But the rocks and the thorns have been left. So somebody, you know, the, the bit in the middle has been prepared and the rocks and the thorns have been left. Anything else? Great, that's us done for today. <laughs> hmm? Aye, soup. Is the soup ready? Aye, right, brown. Okay, we'll I'll go for lunch. Um, one of the things I, I wonder about and this, so we talk about the ground a lot and we never talk about the seeds the seeds just get flung don't they, they get scattered and they're, they're kind of helpless the seeds don't choose where they end up, do they the seeds end up on the path or in the rocks or on the weeds or in the good ground and in some ways it's just chance, isn't it, the farmer just you know, throws the seed and it seems that he doesn't really care doesn't it He's not careful what he's sowing. He just fires a seed about doesn't he? And it lands wherever it lands. And it's precious though, isn't it? Seed's a are, seeds are precious thing. It's a commodity. It's a, you, know, you need to keep it and buy it or you know, prepare it and all that kind of. You know, seed doesn't just happen either, does it? And it lands in all kinds of places and that's not the seed's fault the seed's just left where it lands in thistles on the rocks or on the path and it's easy to see why that seed doesn't take root, isn't it? it's in the wrong place and it seems perhaps that that's the point that Jesus is trying to make that things aren't always how they should be this is a weird parable it's one of the strangest of all the parables do you know why? Because Jesus explains it. Most of the parables were just left wondering. But Jesus actually tells us what this one means. It seems a really straightforward story. So what might it be about? You and I could be seeds. We're people. We're not seeds. But, you know, it's a story. So we could be. And unlike the seeds, we can't use the excuse of, well, we're just sent there and we stay where we're put, can we? If we land in the thorns or in the weeds or on the rocks or on the path, we don't have to stay there. We can move. The seeds just have to lie there and take whatever comes, but, but we could move, couldn't we? We can go look for good soil. With some responsibility for the conditions that we expose ourselves to. You know that sometimes I run, not nearly often enough. And one of the reasons that I don't run often enough is that I get a sore back sometimes. Right? And when it goes, it, it's proper. It feels like somebody's hit me with an axe just there. Right? And I go and see a physio, and he hurts me for money. <laughs> But he fixes me. And every time I go, he gives me rehabilitation exercises to do. Which are really, really simple. And they take about three, three minutes. Right? All I have to do is lie on my side and raise my leg like that. That's it. Three times a day. Ten times each thing. They're right? called clamshells. Right? That's all I'm supposed to do. But I don't. <laughs> And every time I go and see him he says you should do yoga that would help, it would save you coming back here all the time and I don't So every time I visit the physio it's a bit like the farmer who throws the seed He's the farmer, the physio, Grant His advice is good, it's good seed and I'm probably rocky ground I go home and I do the exercises for maybe a day and then I don't and that's my fault it's not his fault he's given me good advice hasn't he I know what I'm supposed to do I know how it works he's shown me what I'm supposed to do he's told me the benefits of it and yet I can't be bothered to be honest and we're all the same aren't we there are things that we know we should do but you know to be honest I can't be bothered and I end up getting hurt again and again and again I've been to see him loads And it costs a fortune. probably spent a holiday's worth of money getting my back fixed. And it's my fault. Because I don't take his good advice. Perhaps, though that's where the image in this falls down a wee bit. When we assume that we are just like the seed that's thrown carelessly. That that we can't do anything about it. But then I'm not sure that that's what this parable is really about. I don't think we're the seed's. I think perhaps that the seeds are the good news. See, told you it was about good news. This is not perhaps a parable about us. Which is one of the things that we always assume, isn't it? That it's somehow about us. It's maybe about the kingdom. And like most parables about the kingdom, it's kind of shocking. The seeds may be the good news of God, the precious kingdom of God. In those days, the people that Jesus was talking to only cared about one place. Their place, Israel. At least that's what they'd returned to thinking. they spent years and years somewhere else. They'd been taken away to Babylon. And while they were there, they discovered that God was there with them, which was something they didn't think about before. They thought God was only in one place. And then they come back home again and they forget. And they think that God is theirs and that they can keep him. And he's not for anybody else. So perhaps the parable is about spreading the good news beyond the obvious places. That the kingdom's not good just for the good people, for the holy people. Perhaps it tells us something about God's love for everyone. There's loads of stories about it. There's a great feast where the man invites everybody in, doesn't he? All the people that aren't supposed to come get invited because the people who are supposed to come don't want to go. There's the mustard seed, the smallest of all the seeds that grows into a big plant and shelters all of the birds in the air. Not just some of them, but all of them. These kinds of stories are all through the Gospels. And there are stories about seeds and weeds and fish getting sorted and wheat and chaff and all kinds of things. So perhaps this is another one of those stories about the kingdom of God being for everybody, for the lame, the poor, and the outcast, and the sick and the unloved. The path and the weeds and the thistles and the rocks are at the edges, aren't they? They're round the edges of the field. Perhaps the good news is also for the people who are on the edge. Because that's where the seed goes. It has to struggle because it's hard to grow there. But it doesn't mean that the farmer doesn't sow his seed there. It doesn't mean that the, the wee bits of soil between the rocks and in between the thorns and the weeds and even on the path don't get seeds. and they can grow and we see it walk down the driveway you'll see little bits of things growing up through the tarmac it's incredible how persistent they are pushing holes in something that's supposed to be solid and keep them away but Jesus explains this parable he tells us what it really means Cameron, do you want to come and read the rest of the story to us?
1: Listen listen then and learn what the parable the parable of the, sh- the sour means. the sower means. Those who hear the message think about the kingdom but do not understand it do not understand it are like the seeds that fell among the path. The evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in them. The seed that fell on rocky ground stand for those who receive the message gladly as soon as they hear it. But it does not sink deep into them, and they do not last long. So when trouble or persecution comes because of the message, they give it up at once. The seeds that fell among the thorn bushes stand for those who hear the message, but the worries about this life and the love for riches choke the message, and they don't bear fruit. And the seeds sown in the good soil stand for those who hear hear the message and understand it. They bear fruit, some as much as a hundred, others sixty, and others 30.
0: The stories that Jesus tells are uncomfortable. Very rarely are they comforting, cozy stories. They're almost always challenging to our preconceptions. The things that, that we think are true but might not be. And they're usually we're quite good at Um, taking the good bits and thinking that's about us and that other people that's about them but the kingdom of God's not like that Jesus tells us again and again and again that the least likely are the ones that the kingdom's about blessed are the agnostics blessed are those who doubt Blessed are those who have absolutely nothing to offer. Blessed are children who shove in to get their biscuits first. Blessed are the poor in spirit because they are heaven and Jesus blesses them. Blessed are those who no one notices. The kids who have to sit alone at the lunch table. The laundry worker in the hospital. The people who are forced to work at night in jobs they really would rather not. Those who can't be who they really are. Teenagers that have to figure out new ways to hide the cuts in their arms and legs. Blessed are the meek because they are heaven and Jesus blesses them. Blessed are those who have loved enough to know how loss feels. Blessed are those who can't fall apart because they're holding it together for everybody else. Blessed are those who are still not over it yet. Blessed are those who mourn. For you are heaven and Jesus blesses you. I imagine Jesus standing here and blessing us because that is his nature. Jesus cried at the mouth of the tomb for his friend. He turned the other cheek. He forgave those who hung him on a cross. Jesus was God's beatitude, God's blessing to this world, a weak world that admires only the strong. Jesus invites us into a bigger story, a story much bigger than ourselves and our imagination. And we all get to tell that story with the scandalous particularity of this moment and this place. Because we are storytelling creatures. We're fashioned in the image of a storytelling God. May we never neglect that gift. And may we never lose our love of telling stories. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can find us on anchor.fm where we make this podcast. You can leave us a voice message with any questions or comments. You can also find us on Facebook at St Ninian's Church Stonehouse and on Twitter at St Ninian's Stonehouse. You can find out about all the other things that we do and our church throughout the week. If you're in the neighbourhood and want to join us in person we meet for worship at 11am every Sunday and we'd love to see you.